Hi, my little echoes. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm here with Paige, who will be reading Vibrancy, a poem accepted into our current issue. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to quickly direct your attention over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash echolitmag. For as little as $5 a month, you can get early access to ad-free episodes of Echoes Hollow, follow along with our staff, and more. If you're interested in having your piece read on this podcast, submit your work to us through our website, echolitmag.com. If you have any questions or want to learn more, check out our links in the description and see the guidelines for our upcoming magazine on our website. Now I'll turn this over to Pidge with Vibrancy by Asher Watson. The doorway to our world shines brightly in the overhead lights. The shapes swirl in defiance, crisscrossing over one another, blending colors like wax melting in the sun, fused by helplessness being dragged to our world that's filled with rage, violence, and hatred. Their world is so different from ours. They don't want to blend. They want to be defined and separate. They try to force their way away from the door with its tempting yellow light and its promises for better. But parts are being forced through the portal, parts that scream as they are taken. They slowly lose their brightness and definition as they are dragged to a world of angles, sharp turns, and boxes to be forced into. They can no longer be themselves in their world or ours. We've taken important parts of them that we won't give back. Forever changed, they feel hopeless, and eventually their tired bodies give up, no longer resisting. They flow through the door, echoing their vibrant colors as they go. So today I've pulled out of the hollow one of our people. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Kai, and I'm the associate editor. I basically look over all our submissions and help figure out whether we accept or deny them. So um, we'll be doing an interview today, so I'm going to ask Kai some questions about this piece and their thoughts on it. So I wanted to start off, how do you feel like the theme fits into this piece? How do you see that? I really feel like when it comes to intersections, it's more than just like the straight up intersections of like things like colliding with each other. But I feel like with this piece and the way it's described, there's a lot going on. And especially because it was in response mm-hmm. to an art piece, I felt like the art piece itself also helped for me to understand and tie it in. Like seeing like how there's two different worlds colliding, which I think it may be cliche, but I did really like how it was described and how the author like put it all together in one poem. Yeah, how did, did you see the art piece before you'd read it or after? I actually saw it and I saw it before and then I read it the first time but I forgot about the art piece mm-hmm. and so when I read it again and then I looked at the art piece, I really felt like I could see that connection but I also thought it was really interesting to see that a lot of people didn't need the art piece to still really enjoy the piece and feel like there was a story being told by the author. Yeah, I really like the way that the author had talked and used their different wording to show the story in a very, I want to say, vivid, vivid and kind of graphic way where they used the words um, screaming as they were dragged away, stuff like that. How did you see the author do that? I really feel like there was just such strong imagery. Like, I, I'm, I really am a sucker for imagery because, honestly, I really love to see it. And I feel like the author really paints a very vivid and like clear picture for us to see, especially with the way that they word things and the way that like the rhythm of the poem and when you're reading it all together, I feel like it all, it all really comes together and creates like, honestly, just a really beautiful piece and a really beautiful story for like everybody to interpret. And I felt like, especially I think in like the first paragraph, I think that's where I felt like the title itself, Vibrancy, really like came to life here. And I mean, it was just so like, beautiful to read. Mm-hmm. The way they use things like um, swirled and defiance and then 
um, the wax melting. I think they did mm -hmm. such good imag imagery I there. It was so nice to be able to visualize that and it really helped get across the vibrancy part of the bright, I just pictured this bright thing. And I'd seen the art piece personally after I read it and I could see the way that they could take the wax melting and the different words that they used. Mm -hmm. So they did such a good job of describing it. Um, yeah, definitely. I think the wax melting was one of my favorite parts, and I think it's a lot of people's favorite part, because honestly, like, wax melting, I think, is such a beautiful way to describe, like, colors blending besides, like, you know, the classic, like, art and, like, blending of colors and... Yeah, like, just bleeding together. Yeah. I feel like this is a more articulate way that we haven't seen before. So, um, in, like, the second stanza, when they talk about being forced to be different shapes and sizes and that certain people don't want to blend and mix, they want to be a certain, like, shape... How do you think the, the applies in real life? How do you think the author pulled that? I feel like it really, I feel like for a lot of Econians, a lot of us really understand that, like trying to be at a high school that's so big and so huge for us and like being just our small literary magazine, like we mm -hmm. all have been at that point, I think in high school and just in life where like somebody's trying to get you to be someone you're not, whether it's about your sexuality or somebody judging you by your race, everybody's judged a certain way and we all have our prejudgments, our like pride and our just egos that really like push people to be different things but I think what's important that they talk about here is that you know like we stay ourselves and we really like we stay ourselves and we don't try to blend in and we just work on uh, ourselves because like honestly in high school you know blending in isn't always going to give you the best and mm -hmm. just being yourself is honestly so much better it saves you so much time energy and yeah, yeah I agree I feel like um when it talked about the people who want to stay the shapes and want to force other people to be shapes personally I saw that as more like adults and teachers who don't want you to be different or from the mold yeah. who want you to go to a college and be a doctor or a lawyer yeah. or whatever or parents doing having certain expectations for their kids mm -hmm. when it's just not like that when you want to and then at the end when Absolutely. they say um they've taken important back for themselves that they won't get back changed forever and I feel like that also happens a lot whenever some things like kids, it, we're kids, you know, it's hard to maintain your stance and not mm -hmm. for like be broken down whenever adults and hard things that you've looked up to just totally tear you down. Um, and I think it's really awesome that we have spaces like this and that we hear that people like this author have the chance to use their voice to show what it's like to be able to like feel your brain broken down whenever you don't need to be um, so I think that's just yeah. so beautiful. Especially when it comes to teachers at Steinbrenner, I feel like it's not even just teachers, honestly, at Steinbrenner. It's just in general. A lot of teachers will try and make you think, oh, like, you have to go to college, you have to do this, like, you have to mm -hmm. follow a certain way or path in life. And there's just so many, and, like, intersections, like, the word itself even just shows that, like, there's so many different ways to go, so many different pathways, and just, it's, it's just honestly amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for talking with me about this piece and for coming on our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. I'm going to shove you back in the hollow now. <laughs> Thanks again to Asher Watson for submitting Vibrancy to the Echo Teen Art and Lit Mag. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash echolitmag and check our website echolitmag.com. To further stalk us, check the link in the show notes. This episode of Echoes Hollow was produced by Lance Elliott Flores, edited by Cora Anderson, Kaylin Matthews, Kai Teibel, Courtney Hodges, and as always, hosted by Courtney Hodges. This week's piece was read by Pidge White. Thanks for tuning in for this week's piece. Next week is another recently accepted piece called Siesta Beach, something you definitely don't want to miss. And remember, kids, get down with the sickness. Get down with the sickness! Oh,